Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, I really sound hungover and a little bit dilapidated in general, but I think it's because I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077 until 3 in the morning. Um, But we just need to get into the fact that the the PS4 and the Xbox One versions of that game are pretty much on fire, which, you know, we did a video on this a couple of days ago, um, just saying, is there something seriously wrong with Cyberpunk on consoles? Um, Because the way that the review embargo went out was that CDPR had restricted access to the console codes. Um, They didn't hand them out for review. It was something that they held back and, you know, didn't really supply until right before launch. Excuse me. Um, which is to say that I've been playing since last night. I'm on the PlayStation 5, but it is obviously the PS4 version that sort of auto-upscales if you play it on PS5. Um, it's not the full-on next-gen one yet. That's coming in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but the PS4 and the Xbox One versions, um, the more we look at footage of them, it's very clear that they held these games back for a reason. Um, the resolution is incredibly blurry. It kind of looks like when you play a Switch game on full screen, if it's something that was ported across from a different console. Um, I'm going to use the word un- unacceptable. I think that obviously it's been in development for so long. It started back in 2012 and um, clearly they were aiming for you know the um the la- what is now the last gen uh, consoles um, and cdpr have said that you know they were once next gen stuff started coming into view that they shifted around a lot of their project goals to sort of you know the game just runs so much better on next gen but it's yeah. kind of like should they just have cancelled the last gen versions i guess they still wanted to put something out but where do you stand on it I mean, it's just I don't I don't want to believe it in a way, Scott. To be honest, <laughs> because like so many people, I've been looking forward to this for such a long time, and I feel like the writing was on the wall. Like you said, when we did mm. that video the other day, and it became clear that they weren't um, allowing this footage to go out until launch day, after a lot of the most diehard fans will have either pre-ordered it already or just bought it day one, regardless. After the reviews came out and stuff, mm. and all of the comparisons I've seen so far, because obviously I haven't played it yet, I'm going to jump in um, tonight. I know you've been playing on PlayStation 5, like you said. Mm. All the comparison videos I've been looking at, you know, there's that hilarious Jurassic Park one that compares the footage <laughs> on the PlayStation 4 uh, to the E3 2018 um, presentation. And while there's always going to be an element of games never looking as good as their E3 presentations, you know, mm. look at Puddlegate from Spider-Man, for instance. You know what I mean? There's always going to be some differences. This well, the Witcher is incredibly major. Like, in Witcher 3, yeah, obviously Witcher 3 had it. Like, there was a big downgrade scandal around that game. But this seems even more kind of pronounced because, like you said, of the way that this footage was kind of pushed off to the side. It almost hidden from people who mm. were going to get this version of the game. And that's the thing that sucks. And that's the thing that's so annoying. Because you're going to look at these kind of... The, the PC footage, for instance, and people are going to assume that's what they're going to get on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, like the base models. And mm. we've seen this before. Like, we mentioned in the last video that we talked about this with Ghost Runner recently yeah. and the discrepancies between the PC version of that game and the console version. And it's very, very similar, like you said. The down, the, the, the I don't want to, I don't want to call it a downgrade, even though it obviously kind of is. Well, like there's, the there's a lot to that so, word. Yeah. 
huge. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite loaded, you know, at the moment it has this reputation, but the differences are remarkable and it's made me kind of, you know, sort of think twice and want to be a bit more critical of what I'm picking up, you know, come well, on. Well, let me, let me, there's, a, there's a few things to pick apart. One, um, playing it on PlayStation 5, there's a massive, there's a huge difference between the PS4 base version on a PlayStation 4 um, yeah. versus the PS4 Pro version and then the PS5 version. Um, and it's strange because I just have to assume that on the game side, the way that they've optimized it, it, the game just can take advantage of, you know, a greater access to RAM or whatever else and populate the, the crowd density and things like that. Like the version of the game that's on PS4 and Xbox One, the one that's doing the rounds that looks terrible at the minute, um, does have very sparse crowds compared to the, 20, the E3 2018 version um, versus literally when I've been playing it on PS5 um, I thought this is exactly how it looks like it looks just like those trailers like the version on right. PlayStation 5 is pretty much spot on apart from it does crash every sort of 20 minutes to half an hour um, but that's more related to exactly what you're doing like you can get away with it not crashing for a while if you don't do any you know full on sort of gunfights or big set piece moments in the story um, but it's very unreliable um, it feels like something that is entirely Entirely a memory issue, um, and one of CDPR's coders did uh, respond on Twitter saying that um, you know the game is crashing because it's trying to access so many different assets at once, and that is then dependent on the the um, console or the PC that you're playing on whether it yeah. can handle that many re data requests and packets of data or whatever it is all at once, and um, hence why it's crashing so much even on the next gen consoles, but it's crashing even more and looking like hell on the PS4 and Xbox One because it's just trying to access this massive data bank of assets, visual assets, lighting smoke effects everything else um so it's kind of understandable why it's in a state um but i think that from a base consumer point of view you're paying a premium price point for access yes. to a product and it's a broken product that's the thing man like it is understandable like you can mm. come out and explain exactly why it is the way it is but whether or not that's acceptable i'm not entirely sure I don't just think because so. of not really the, you can't talk about like the state it's in without talking about like the delays and its release history obviously it was supposed to come out at the start of this year it was delayed then it had a very last minute delay by a few weeks to mm. get this day one patch done and that day one patch obviously has solved some issues but it's not kind of this savior fix that they were almost um, touting it as you know they released a statement the other day saying it's going to be a completely different game once you have this patch done patch and which it is but which it is but even then it's <laughs> not to the same level that a lot of people were, you know, expecting. And to me, it's just, it's just kind of like, uh, it's just like a failure on their part to, mm. even if this game is so ambitious, even if it's something that's like beyond anyone's wildest dreams when it works, like you need to make sure that's, that, that's applicable to all the consoles. I'm not saying there has to be parity between every single one, but you can't just be like, well, it works on this machine, so jobs are good, you know what I mean? Because so <laughs> many people are going to be experiencing it on other consoles. You know, after The Witcher 3, CDPR, whilst they were once a PC sort of centric developer, that kind of made them break into the mainstream and made a lot of console people sort of take notice, you know, mm. with, with The Witcher. And there's a lot of expectations going into this that this will be a kind of AAA proper polished product, especially after eight years in development or whatever. And it mm. just doesn't seem to be the case. And it kind of feels like this thing was coming in so hot. Like I said, it had this last minute delay for a couple of weeks. It's mm -hmm. got this day one patch. It seems to be like the developers are still working on the game, even though it's out. And I wonder yep. whether or not it needed, it seems like it needed another delay, but after all the disappointment and after all of the delays so far, it almost feels like they were just adamant about not doing that, you know, adamant about just getting it out for better or worse. And now it's mm -hmm. resulted in this kind of strange thing where on some consoles, 
it's it's a bit buggy, but it mostly works fine. <laughs> like if you're playing it on the PlayStation Five or you're playing it on the Series X or the PC, but if you're getting it on those original consoles from 2013, you're going to have a a tough time. The thing that's really like that's really weird because I, I really enjoy it. It's got the, some of the highs are like stratospheric highs. Um, yeah. The first the first Johnny Silverhand scene to keep it vague as hell is one of, is literally my moment of the year. Like I was literally playing right. that giddy as a little child. That thing is brilliant, but. Um, the, the thing is, the underlying sentiment is that it feels unreliable. It feels like back when we played, uh, if you ever played Skyrim on PS3, um, or if you're mm. playing like Fallout 76, or like a, a game that feels like it's just holding together, and I think it's, it feels like it's holding together more than the average Bethesda product, um, but at the same time, this is the first time that CDPR have done a big first-person open-world RPG um, that has this like really in-depth crafting component system, um, all this like all these different you know points of in- like all these different things that you can interact with. Um, that if you basically if you want to get an idea of how much a game can potentially break I remember um, on Giant Bomb it was uh, one of the dudes from Iron Galaxy uh, Dave Lang was breaking down like every game has a matrix it's like you think of everything that can interact with everything else and you split all those data points apart Um, that's the game's matrix the matrix of interactability all the different things that could go wrong and if this one thing breaks then everything (laughs) in that chain breaks and he's like that matrix is so huge millions of data points for a Bethesda game an open world game whatever um, and you know The Witcher Three was huge, but Cyberpunk has a has a hell of a matrix in it, um, and I think that it's just it's so easy for it to kind of fall apart and kind of you know fall apart under its own weight, and yes. it holds together better on PlayStation Five, but it's definitely just a case of it. It's hella ambitious. I'm glad they got it over the over the finish line. I yeah. think they needed to get some version out. Um, but also because they are developer publisher combo and they only really answer to the shareholders. And even then they don't because they've lost billions of dollars delaying it. Um, they've just kind of gone like, we're going to try and please everybody. We're doing this massively <clears throat> over ambitious title. Um, and at some point it clearly wasn't, it was too ambitious for the last gen hardware, but they couldn't say no to it anymore. And here we are. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's that sounds exactly kind of what happened, you know what I mean? When it mm. comes to a game like this, like you said, it's incredibly ambitious and there's always going to be a certain level of things that you can't polish because of all of the variables that you just yeah. can't account for in time. Like, you'd be all in QA testing this for years and years to make sure everything was working properly. And I think as a kind of, as a gaming community, when it comes to RPGs like this, we have a certain level of threshold. Yeah. It's when the developers, like, completely take the piss, like you said, with Bethesda on Skyrim for PlayStation 3, which was totally unacceptable at the time, Fallout 76. <laughs> Breaks the console. And, and now this is sort of kind of pushing that line as well, and it sucks. It's not like I want to be here gloating about this just because we did a video warning people about <laughs> it the other day. Like, that's not at all what I want to do, or I don't want to dig the knife in or anything. But I just think it is very valuable that people know what they're getting into. A lot of people might look at the footage and be like, look, I don't, I don't care if it's buggy. I don't care if it doesn't look as good as the E3 trailers. Mm. I just want to enjoy this game. And absolutely fair dues like in, enjoy that but you can't deny that there's going to be a lot of people looking at the footage looking at the reality of these base versions and going this is not what i signed up well, for I mean, you know what i mean and they yeah. need to make an informed decision that's that's the sole reason that i think it's worth doing these videos for. yeah no of course and like yeah because the game obviously needs patching needs further patching needs further fixes they talked about the day one patch um you know we, we a lot of us including the on the game's media side were just kind of pinning our hopes on this day one patch but that's included in the preload so if you've been if you yeah. were playing ahead of time you're playing obviously today you have the day one patch um, or the day zero patch if you played last night um and it's still crashing like left right and center so it's just it does need a lot of it just it needs so much 
I don't know. It's just it, the whole idea of it potentially crashing gives it this underlying sensibility of the, of unreliability that every time you're about to enjoy something, you're loving it, you're in the moment, you're immersed, whatever word you want to throw at it, um, you're just aware that it can just break, and it has done that. Um, like mm-hmm. I've been lucky where most of the time the big moments have got have just you know worked um but i have heard about uh, on giant bomb vinnie caravella was saying that during a very very important uh, story scene uh, one of the characters in the particular exchange was just slowly floating away from the other person <laughs> and it's just once you get stuff like that um i mean i had an exchange where uh, v was sitting down talking to a gang leader um, and my v's arms were just up here the whole time just i was like talking <laughs> forward but i was just doing that the whole time like in the thriller pose um and even when i got up to talk to him it was like get up and then get back down and then yeah it was just kind of crazy. So I think those things, you know, you're only really going to experience this story once. You can only experience it the first time once for sure. And if that's broken because of any of these bugs or if it crashes in the middle of something, I mean, I've lost yeah. progress. Like, you know, it, the game doesn't have an, it has an autosave, but it's only on the main story missions. If you've done a bunch of side stuff and you've, you know, specced a character, you've unlocked a bunch of levels, you've got a bunch of loot and then it crashes, you're going to lose all of that stuff because maybe you've been doing that for 20 minutes or half an hour. So yeah. it's, those are very valid things. And like you said, the reason to make the video is to obviously raise awareness of it let you know that if you're planning on getting it on PS4 or Xbox One, um, it might be a hell of a tire fire. So it's a bit of a 100%. Thing. Like my, my biggest, my final thing, I suppose, and my hmm. kind of biggest worry is exactly what you've touched on here. Even before like this bug situation came around, I was kind of wondering whether or not I should wait for the proper next gen update, that patch mm. coming, because, you know, this is entirely subjective. This is entirely on me. But usually when it comes to these games, I like have a big love in with them for a few weeks, a month or whatever, and then move on to the next thing. Like it took me five years to replay The Witcher 3 after I put in 100 hours <laughs> in it back at launch. So mm. it's very rare that I play through these things um, you know, back to back or consecutively. So I won't get this next gen patch. I might jump into it for a little bit. And I put so much stock, perhaps wrongly, into that first playthrough that I'm thinking about these bugs. I'm thinking about it not being the next gen version. And I'm, right. I'm wondering in my heart, I'm obviously going to play it, but I'm wondering, you know, should I, should I have waited? Should I have waited until it was in a better state when the patch was out, when it was much more smoother? You know, that's mm. just, that's the kind of um, gamer or whatever I am. But I, I, am, I assume there'll be people like me having those same daft anxieties about mm-hmm. wanting to enjoy this game to the its fullest potential. Well, I I mean, I got a bug in the first 10 seconds. Like I'm playing Street Kid, a street kid so the first scene of that opens in a bar and I look to the left and a woman had no legs. And it wasn't like she had them augmented to be removed because she still had mm-hmm. feet. So as soon as okay. she was walking around okay. the bar, just invisible feet walking around so i was like okay this is this is an indication of where we're gonna go um but i think the the main thing i i want them to fix is the crash thing i don't know what memory allocation issue it has but the idea of the game crashing losing progress like you know severing whatever moment you're in and completely taking you out of the game and just having to reload it or reboot it um that's for me will be the main issue for me i can live with glitches and bugs um you know i don't mind them necessarily if if it doesn't get in the way too much but it's when story scenes are breaking or when the game itself can't handle itself um Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that is it is unacceptable because it's just a broken product like i can i can understand the there's so much inside the downgrades controversy as well in regards to is a game downgraded if you manage to get it to work to the best of its abilities on a particular set of hardware it's a whole thing um, but yeah, we'll continue picking it apart. Uh, me and Jules are going to do a podcast on it tomorrow as well, comparing the PC version to the PS4 slash PS5 version. Um, so obviously let us know your different thoughts and stuff over on social media as well. Um, and we'll just keep seeing what happens. It seems like every individual version of this game is worth talking about completely separately. Um, so for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.